0: From the small cat.
1: Things are
0: you. Old and new. Kayla's never ready.
1: Want some tears? Here's Eddie. Join the squad. Don't get caught. Show, show the, the bending bend. pod. Talk the jokes on
0: our show. Catch the friends on our show.
1: Laptops here.
0: Headphones there. Pockets full of dumb bits.
1: Playing all the best hits. That's are odd. Give an odd. Show, show the, the bending bend pod. Welcome, 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 to, to, the welcome, 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 welcome to, to the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the episode. You downloaded. Settle in. Now you're here. So, so let's. let's begin. begin. Oh, hey there. Thanks for stopping by. Well, oh, I was just about to. What's that smell? It smells like
0: Mm -hmm. a listener.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, you smell like you just downloaded our episode and wanted to listen to us talk about Bear in the Big Blue House. I do, I do. Oh, Ray, well, you're in the right place.
2: To me, I did it.
1: Well, this, lucky for you, is the Show Dependent Podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how they shaped us into who we are today, and whether or not that relationship has changed. The voice you are hearing is Kayla, and with me as always, my beloved co-host, who is so cute and handsome and sweet, much like a big bear that I have come to know and love, Eddie. (laughs) It's
0: just me. You catch me in my room doing little bear hands.
1: It's Mouth called the open. bear cha-cha-cha.
0: Doing the eddy.
1: right cha-cha-cha.
0: Mm-hmm. Just do a little bit of a, a jazzy saxophone. Love it. And all around me, things are falling apart, but in a good way. In a way where we could teach a lesson.
1: Hooray! Lessons to be learned.
0: Yes, the Show Dependent Podcast. We are here. And, oh, Lord, it's an exciting time.
1: Oh, yes. Why yeah. is that?
0: because we have finally hit a milestone that feels insane cuz it definitely feels like it has not been this long whatsoever and yet it's very much a a reminder of where we've been how far we've come and how far we can go and i want us to go and just you know the sky or the moon is the limit
1: ah uh, you did there
0: friends we have reached episode 50 and i just want to say right off the bat right off the b gigantic thank you to everyone who's been here since episode one there's gotta at least be one of y'all so
1: <laughs> uh, god we, i hope so we even appreciate if it's just it. me um... and
0: i think you know i think lately i just think the quality has been getting better more on that later but you know we've only got more room to grow here's the 50 more let's
2: Yay! get to 100
0: but yeah as Kayla said show dependent we're here to talk about the relationships in the things that we love and our relationships with those things and uh man oh man this uh, what we're talking about here today is something that I've always been kind of passively aware of. Never mm-hmm. was really my thing, but uh, having consumed it recently,
1: what do you mean? You were seven years old. You could have handled this.
0: Nah, 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 nah. I was. That was after my time.
1: Wrong, wrong.
0: Nope. Well, Fair well, is for
1: everyone. Well,
0: we'll get to it. I just want to say, full of joy.
1: Yay!
0: So why don't you let them know what we're doing?
1: Hola. We are gonna get to talk about Bear in the Big Blue House. Boo! It was a kind of natural transition for us considering before this we were talking Muppets,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which
1: is like the daddy o' Mac. I don't know what that means. But you know, the king the king of the castle, king of the castle, much like Buddy on his cat tree.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Jim Henson property. Oh yeah. Jim Henson also was in charge of Bear in the Big Blue House crazy um which is fantastic jim henson company doing amazing puppetry as always and yeah it was just like a natural progression i have been going through a a some people would call it a regression uh no, no, i no. just i i a call it a renaissance a renaissance a a revisitation of things that made me feel good as a kid and uh Bear in the big blue house was definitely one of those
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it very recently got onto Disney Plus. Not that they need any ads or anything. It's just, you know, it's Definitely there. Definitely not. It's there. I'm sure we'll reference it more later, but I should say it right off the bat the Defunct Land episode on Bear in the Big Blue House and all the Jim Henson and like, oh, mm-hmm. e- essentially every Defunct Land episode. We plugged it before, Absolutely. but man, oh, man. The, some of the highest quality entertainment and some of the most like tear jerking, <laughs> soulful coverage of like any property that they do. Oh, yeah. The Funkland is the tippest of the toppest notch. Just go watch it. You won't regret it. And uh, The
1: way that was phrased, the tippest of the
0: toppest. Uh-huh. I the creamest of the croppest. That too. The owls of the hootiest.
1: <laughs> the most. The funklandiest. Yep.
0: Anyways, that's enough of this bit. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. And now, listen to us. Why don't Yay! we get on into the uh, meet cute.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And not waste any more time.
1: Uh huh. It's a meat cute, baby. It's how we met this thing.
2: What can I say, bear? <laughs> I'm the moon.
0: No, 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 no. Hold on. Now before we go on to the tour,
1: oh, the tour.
0: Cause you're here, to show the of the studios. You're trying to see what's going on. You're trying to hit a meat cute for the episode. But before we do any of that, mm-hmm. that's something very important. We're gonna meet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're gonna say hi to no one. At the tour will not go on. Unless mm-hmm. I uh, hear all fifteen of you mm-hmm. saying it as loud and close as you can. Mm-hmm. Everybody look down on the ground. There's gonna be a little blue rat down there.
1: He's not a rat. He's a mouse. There's gonna be a little blue mouse down there. Hello, little blue mouse.
0: His name Toto? Hello, Tutter. And
1: Hi, Tutter.
0: No, 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 mm, 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 mm. honey, honey, come here, come close.
1: Oh, uh-huh.
0: <sighs> I'm punishing my sir hmm And I see you in the back over there. You mouthed it. You didn't say it. I can hear 13 voices.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Say it correct. i man back there. They're didn't say it. And you no, didn't he didn't say it. it. you no. didn't say it correctly. You didn't say correctly, though, honey. Okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't say no, hi, tatter. No, 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 no. <laughs> what well, well, What
1: Okay,
0: you running?
1: Yeah, I'm ready.
0: You in the back, you ready?
1: No, I'm oily.
0: I better hear Hatara from you as we <laughs> well. Will, we will not continue going. If I don't hear 15 voices in unison.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Say Hatara. You ready?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Okay, Tw. Uh-huh. Okay, and now we can continue, Hatara. Say Batara.
1: bye, tada.
0: bye. Ta-da. Say,
1: I don't know if anybody is going to be able to comprehend what you just said. <laughs> I understood it all because we've been talking in that ridiculous voice for like a month now.
0: So, what even is that voice? Is I, doing no, it? I was like, what am I even doing right I now? I have
1: no idea. It's like a sleepy person from like Brooklyn. Uh-huh. That's also yeah. like way too Italian. Yeah, for Their own good. I don't know. In case you didn't understand what Eddie was just saying. We were pretending to be on a studio tour and we ran into Tutter. And the bit is, is nobody is allowed to leave that part of the tour until everybody says goodbye to Tutter. <laughs> but you yes. have to say, bye, Tutter. Thank, Thank you for spelling
0: it out for them. You're welcome. Leaving the mystique of the joke.
1: No, we'll it was unintelligible.
0: More, we'll talk more about <laughs> Tutter in a second. Tata. But right now, I guess I should do my Mikyu. Mm-hmm. So Bear of the Big Blue House is a 1997 children's TV program You know, sort of based on, like, I would say, SEL, social, emotional learning, and just, you know, soothing children, getting them ready for their day, getting them ready to learn some life lessons Mm -hmm. in a fun and full of puppets way.
1: Yeah, puppets!
0: I mean, as I said, you know, 1997, yeah, sure, I would have been six, seven. I just feel like I, I did not watch the show when I was a kid.
1: Which you is know, the wrong thing to do. I don't know.
0: What, what was it on? Was it on, like, Disney Channel? Yes. On? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was in the, I was a Nick Jr. guy. Uh, through, I, I
1: also loved Blue's Clues, so I understand through
0: through Nick Jr. Ju- oh! oh! <laughs> Sometimes when you try and be cool and abbreviate <laughs> things, it doesn't work out. Nick Jr. guy. Face all day. The oh point I'm God. trying to make is, I didn't watch it really as a kid, but... Mm-hmm. My sister, who was born in 97, she firmly definitely watched this show. So Mm -hmm. I remember sort of walking by, seeing it on, being like, oh, that's fun. The songs are catchy. You know, I definitely heard the intro, heard the outro. Was never really like, you know, the big fan myself. Yeah. I'll say this, though. Having recently, I'd say only really recently done my meet cute and really experiencing this show and really seeing what it does. And just how good it is as a 32-year-old adult male. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It, it, it's fantastic. Don't want to get too deep into it right now, but just have to sing its kudos right off the bat.
2: Mm-hmm. I think
0: it's just so soothing. And the way that they approach things are very fun, and they're always singing songs. They got a lot of bits. And uh, I love my boy, Donna.
1: <laughs> because
0: not only is it so fun to say... But man, that little blue mouse is pretty fucking hilarious.
1: Oh, yeah, he is. So I think I already talked about it. But this was like one of the biggest shows for me as a kid. Because I don't know. I just really loved it. It was puppets. I think I just, I don't know why I was so drawn to puppets as a kid. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it before. But I one of my favorite movies when I was a, a youth. Mm-hmm. And I would just, you know, shove it in the VHS player as often as possible. Um, or VCR. I don't know why I called it a VHS player. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, fancy. Uh, I don't know I what I got my acronyms is.
1: all mixed up. Uh, but i pop, like, the Dark Crystal. Also oh, a yeah, Jim yeah, yeah. Henson property. Mm-hmm. One of his, quote-unquote, failed projects. But I really enjoyed that as a kid. I don't know. There was just something so comforting about puppets and the being welcomed into somebody's home and <laughs> yeah. it was just really nice i loved the music and everything and the characters are just so vibrant mm-hmm. they're very memorable and they all have very unique voices and so it was just stuck something that stuck in my memory and recently i was reminded about just how sweet this show is <laughs>
2: yeah
1: and how m- how comforting it is like the other day when Eddie and I first put it on on Disney plus, I was, I was four again and I was just so comfortable Hmm. and cozy and safe. And it was just so nice. It's been a long time coming, Hmm. but I'm so happy that we get to talk about this amazing show. So I think we should get into it before I get too, too deep into, (laughs) into all the beautiful things that are bare in the big blue house.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Getting to know each other. Hey,
0: look at that little mouse in red. He must really like to get attention.
1: Well, I think the thing that would make the most sense is if we kind of break down the kind of honestly progressive dynamic we have going on in the big blue house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I do think that it is kind of we see a non-traditional family.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: Uh, who is led by a patriarch
0: mm-hmm. with no
1: matriarch mirror.
0: Nope. There um, they ain't no. they ain't no. Uh, there ain't no bear. mama bear in the there big no mama house. Bear. There you go. It's just uh, It's just
1: bear.
0: His name's just bear. <laughs>
1: his name is just bear. That's uh-huh. just who he is. He is like the father figure. Absolutely. He's Obviously, obviously the oldest one in the house, with the exception of the one who is not in the house, which is the moon.
2: Sure.
1: Because she is eternal and I love her. But Bear is the kind of father figurehead. He's the one that welcomes us to the show. He's the one that makes you feel special, listen to, all of that. And then Mm -hmm. the rest of our kind of entourage, all of our other housemates, I guess, are all pretty juvenile. uh, Yeah. With the exception of, Tutter. He's kind Tata. of like this in between.
0: Yes, Tata.
1: Tata. He's weird.
0: It's just very funny because like Tada, the smallest one.
1: Yes.
0: He he seemingly is like also an adult. To
1: yes. me. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because
0: they all live in the uh big blue house.
1: No way. Bear. No way.
0: However, Thada also lives in his own home within yes. the big blue house. Because mm-hmm. he, he has a little welcome mat for yeah. like his household. His <laughs> his and all that. And he's often seen, like, rearranging furniture and sweeping and keeping it mm-hmm. clean and all that. And he acts almost as if, though, he's, like, his own separate space. Yeah. So it's very funny to me to think, because, obviously, the way he acts.
1: Yeah.
0: In a lot of episodes, is pretty childish. But at the same time, that's a full-grown adult right there.
1: It's a mouse.
0: You yeah, yeah, well, respect him. Uh, oh, I, absolutely. All yeah, respect I mean, the respect to mean, He's great. He keeps a lovely home.
1: He does, he does. He works really, really hard, and I can't wait to like do a full analysis on Tutter in a little bit. Our next little duo: Pip and Pop. Pip Pip and Pop are purple otters, and I love them so much. They're <laughs> very they do the classic t- twin thing of like talking at the same time
0: mm-hmm. and
1: completing each other's sentences and sentences. Got it.: You nailed it. Uh, (laughs) i love how you may consider editing that so it's perfect um okay but pip and popper are really sweet they they also have a funny like speech pattern they live at the big blue house but they're not in the big blue house they live in the otter pond in the backyard
0: and also in the pipes Uh, apparently
1: yeah they go through the pipes all the time
0: any sort of water them boys be popping up
1: they may be pippin too Pippin' and, oh, and popping, in and out of the sinks, the tubs, any kind of water feature mm-hmm. in the Big Blue House. They
0: got a lot of energy. Sometimes it's a bit much, but it's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Ojo, Ojo's Ojo. kind of complicated because it's never really explained. Because Ojo is a bear.
0: Oh yeah, but like, what's what's the relationship?
1: She's a little bear. She's a baby bear. Um, she's a bear cub
0: in the Big Blue House.
1: In the Big Blue House. So, it's not really ever disclosed what the true nature of all these relationships is. That's
0: weird. Yeah. Like, is
1: is Ojo related to bear? They are different colors.
0: One would assume, though, and especially children, you know. Yeah. Children see two things somewhat similar.
1: Yeah, they're going to be like, that's a like, family.
0: That's a family right there. Look mm-hmm. at Ojo. He's so cute. And it's like, well, hold on now. That's actually a girl.
1: Yeah, Ojo Did is- you know
0: that blue is a... Girl. Girl,
1: there you go. <laughs> I love how you transitioned to, to the other blue show, which was Blues Clues. Oh, look
0: at that. Blue hey, Blue was actually, big in the 90s? Magenta is a boy,
1: damn. Breaking gender norms! Shout out to Blues Clues
0: and shouts out to bear in Big Blue House.
1: There you go. Ojo, yeah, she is a young bear cub, she's always playing make believe. Uh, Mm -hmm. With her, like, best friend in the house, who can also be her worst enemy, depending on the day. Uh, (laughs) Isn't that
0: always the case?
1: Trilo, the autistic lemur. Sometimes Um... (laughs) it
0: be. That's not their official name. (laughs) Let me look it up right now on Wikipedia. (coughs) It just says Trilo.
1: Yeah, he's just Trilo. I think he has autism. Yeah,
0: a little playful.
1: Or ADHD. Or both. Um, And he talks like... That was really good. Yeah. Thank good. Ch- it's a lot like Kazooie yeah. from from Banjo and Kazooie. Mm-hmm. He's he's very fun. He he is either an English language learner Ooh, or yeah. has a speech delay. Or all. Uh, or all of the above.
0: True, has got a lot going Autism, on. Autism,
1: speech <laughs> delay. He's got it all going against him.
0: Autism. He's fun though.
1: He is really cute and he does kind of serve the younger Kind of audience that this show may be pitching to Mm -hmm. because unlike other characters in the show trilo is all kind of about action and very basic exploration Mm. like there's an episode where trilo discovers his reflection for the first time and he's like (laughs) yo who
0: that Uh -uh. that? Uh -uh. -uh.
1: trilo is also hyper emotional like Mm. when he is very Uh -uh. sad he's very sad which is just what kids are. Oh so it's yeah. not to too kids, weird.
0: I mean, even to like teenagers, you know, mm-hmm. We I've seen a little bit of research done, you know, developing brain, this and that. But yeah. the reason that children's emotions are so big and adults who have forgotten what it was like, because, you know, time is rough. It's very easy <laughs> to forget things.
1: Time is rough.
0: I mean, you'd imagine to children, especially, you know, being in a big blue house, preschool, kindergarten, first grade really is the demo.
1: Yep.
0: To kids, you got to remember a lot of times, for one, that could be the very first time they're experiencing this thing.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so
0: they're like, they fall down, they scrape their knee, and they're like, Good mm-hmm. Lord.
1: I am dead. I <laughs> have, have died.
0: Felt, I have never felt this pain ever in my mm-hmm. life, and I believe I'm about to meet the Reaper. Yep.
1: yep. Yep. And
0: also, when their friend says, I'm not your friend anymore, oh, they're like, Oh my
1: God. <laughs> yep, i will never have a friend ever again for the rest uh-huh, of my life like
0: this is it i gotta live like 80 more years without the friendship of this person just oh because God. i said no you didn't tag me
1: well if i didn't tag you then you're my my friend anymore good
0: oh damn hey Kick hey rocks tell them to <laughs> tell him to get to stepping
1: there you go fantastic
0: yeah. no but
1: trilo really is kind of like the baby baby of the show
0: mm-hmm. um, interesting
1: he's really sweet though and he does provide a lot of great opportunities like one of the first episodes in season one we didn't have the opportunity to watch all the seasons but oh no there's a lot
0: that's four. That's there's four there's a lot episodes
1: i'm gonna watch every single one of them and you can't stop me it's fine i love it so much but there's an episode where they're learning about autumn and fall and you know, oh. why the leaves change color and how um, bear loves it. Oh, and yeah. Trilo is distraught because the <laughs> leaves are falling off the trees and he's like crying no. because because he thinks the trees are dead. Three. He thinks that they're like sick and hurt. So he like gets a glue bottle and tries to like glue the leaves <laughs> back on the tree. And Bear's like, Trilo, honey, no. Bear does such a great Job of like making things approachable.
0: Let me sit you down. Let me talk to you. Mm-hmm. But let me okay. do it in an approachable way for you.
1: Yeah, always age appropriate. And he was basically, he basically says, like, Trilo, the leaves have to fall because if they don't fall, then the new leaves that will grow in the springtime won't have anywhere to be. Mm-hmm. And then Trilo's like,
0: oh, tree three, okay, tree Wow.
1: And then, yeah, tree is okay, Treelo. It's like three okay,
0: three okay. Yeah. And that's it. And he learns a lesson very yep. quickly.
1: Yeah, and it's great. We got some good turnaround. We don't have, I mean, it's interesting because there's like not really ethnicities in the show because they're I animals. mean they're
0: animals.
1: We know that Tutter, we'll get to him in a second, but we know he's like a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> but we have one Irish character, and her name is Shadow, and she is a Shadow. Oh, and she gets to where bring- oh,
0: where oh where is shadow oh.
1: where oh where oh, where is shadow where oh where oh where is shadow where could shadow be yeah
0: do you think at do you think at yeah. night when everything's dark she's like i'm everywhere bear
1: oh god yeah.
0: and he just walks into the living room and she's just like
1: omniscient face, shadow
0: just like right in his face just like i'm more powerful in the night
1: Oh my god! That's and
0: everywhere you've been. Why there did you have to make Shadow a be. villain? I'm not. I'm just saying that's, that's pretty creepy. ominous. Creepy. It's seemingly just the darkness, right? Yeah. I am the darkness. I bring the thunder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell and I'll pull you your you Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Shadow is Irish and she
0: she is she's irish and And it took
1: you like seven episodes to recognize oh Oh, she has an irish
0: i'm I'm half paying attention you know most of the time we watch it in my favorite time of the day to not pay attention to things which is the morning Mm -hmm. in the morning that is like listen i hate sleep i wish i didn't have to do it but if i'm gonna enjoy things that i'm forced to have to do Mm -hmm. man oh man when I wake up in the morning, that like time, the hours between six and eight. Oh God,
1: I love mm-hmm. it because
0: that's the one time I just love laying in bed. I fall. I, I essentially take like ten naps. <laughs> I'm just like my head is on a swivel Ooh. and I'm just, uh, uh, yeah. And I'm like on my phone and I'm half listening to the TV show that's on TV and I fall asleep and I wake up and I'm like, what's going on? So <laughs> the point being, most of the time we watched Bear in the Big Blue House" was during this time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was in and out. So it took me a minute. But also I have to say, (laughs) obviously it's like a stylistic choice and all that. But her like shadow retellings of like classic like nursery rhymes and stuff. I
1: love them. But
0: like a lot of times they're very creepy looking.
1: I love it. I think it's weird.
0: (laughs) I'm like, are we trying to scare the children?
1: Always. Always kind of scare the kids.
0: You gotta let them know.
1: And I wonder, I'm pretty sure that she, i don't know actually now that we think now that i'm saying this out loud i wonder how they puppeteered shadow i wonder if she was an actual shadow puppet or they just backlit an actual puppet
0: yeah i think that's what they did right i don't know i don't think she i don't think it's possible because she's pretty much just a shadow
1: yeah but when she turns her head i feel like she has depth no way she just doesn't go flat like a traditional shadow puppet would. Sure, sure because I feel like shadow puppets are two-dimensional, okay. right? So they can only rotate so far. They have, no, no, no. They have I, one I, side I, and the yeah, other. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think she's just a she's just a puppet that they backlit and okay. made a shadow of.
1: okay. That's okay. Then I think we're in agreement with that. Um she's really fun because I still remember like every story shadow has told yeah with the exception of a few like really niche ones uh-huh. um that are like very very old but nursery rhymes are also just a really big part of my childhood i had a book that my mom would like help me read out of
0: it also feels like a lot of times she was like an afterthought
1: oh yeah it was yeah, like bears like oh we have four minutes to kill where's shadow
0: <laughs> oh we got like 45 seconds let's get the irish lady in here to uh, tell us yeah. about jack and jill Alright, anyways, back to the actual important thing. Where's Thana?
1: Yep. Hey, but he never forgets Shadow.
0: No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And That's then who strange. else and then who else is there? There's just Luna. And then we could talk about Thana. But let, let me say this because Luna is I think one of the most like soothing characters <laughs> that I have seen. And it's funny enough because I'm gonna say that I've seen in a long time, even though Luna's been, you know, out there, outside the Big Blue House since 1997. Mm -hmm. But man, oh man. Like, I knew she was soothing. I knew that their song at the end was just, like, very beautiful and so nice Mm -hmm. and heartwarming and sweet. And it it wraps you in a blanket. But man, the other day when we were watching an episode, and, you know, they have so many different topics. But just, like, the... First of all, the way that Bear and Luna talk to each other is great because Bear, he always sounds so like, oh, Luna, like you're you're the best. You're like, it's like, it's his grandma. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, he's just like full of admiration for her. And she just, her voice.
1: I know. Is like the, to the it's voice like actor. the
0: best hug you've ever gotten. But like forever. The voice actor is in fact named
1: Lynn Thigpen. Uh-huh. Which is an insane last name. But oh, yeah. her voice is just like so...
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's now so now at 32, I was like, mm, my God. I was I like, I so... want to be
1: talked like this too yeah. all the time. Like, Where,
0: where's Luna now? So she can tuck me into bed and oh, give yeah. me a kiss on the forehead and make Why me feel like... Why do
1: you think like... I love the show so <laughs> make much? Make feel
0: like I got no issues, no stress. No. And the last thing I want to say about Luna before you can talk about her is yeah. that... Um, I love the little bits of things that she says. Like uh the other one that we watched recently was the Bear Cha 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 one. Fantastic. And Bear Bear was talking about how everyone was dancing and doing all kinds of dances and this and that. And then Bear asked her like, "Hey Luna, like do you do a lot of dancing and stuff?" And she was like, "Oh, I've been dancing my whole life or something like that." And I was mm-hmm. just like, "Oh, Luna, you have been. You've been around here forever."
1: She says she said something along the lines of, "Every night or every day, I dance across the sky oh. and watch everybody across this beautiful planet of ours."
0: Oh, it's so romantic because I'm just filled with like the awe. Of, Why do like, you think I'm
1: in love with mythology
0: and being like, oh? And she gets to like see the Earth and she gets to see it change and she's been here forever and she's seen all the growth that everyone's done. And also, she's like dancing with the. With the ocean, because she makes it move. Mm-hmm. And I, was, <laughs> I was just like filling in so many bubbles in my head, and I was like, "That's oh, so yeah. sweet. That's oh, so yeah. nice."
1: Luna's an angel, and I love her so much. And there's definitely a reason, like she was there from the very beginning,
0: because
1: uh-huh. she's so she is kind of like that matriarch that is kind of missing from the bear, the big blue house. Yeah, she, she's just so sweet, and it's really nice because. I think what makes her especially special is she is this, you know, essentially a goddess in my opinion. And she, she spares a moment of every day to be with bear Mm -hmm. and talk about what they did that day. And it's also a very important part of the show from a develop, a developmental standpoint, because at, at the end while they're singing their goodbye song, they do a montage of everything that happened in the episode. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good comprehension and retention exercise for the kids that are watching the show. Because mm-hmm. it's like, remember when we did this and then that we did this and it shows it in sequential order. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good um, way to kind of get kids in the rhythm of sequencing.
0: Yeah, so, sequence, summarization, mm-hmm. retelling. Yeah. All good stuff. Just such great design for, like, a show for kids. Because, you know, a a lot of shows for young kids are educational. This Mm -hmm. is very important.
1: As they should be.
0: But, man, oh, man. It's just just great design. I don't know what else to say. Like, just doing it in a way that you would never think that you're learning. And yet you are. But -hmm. you're just so engrossed. And, like, they're beautiful voices. And they're nice. And I also have to say another thing. Yeah. Because it's the way that Bear and Luna speak to each other. Bear's always like, I almost feel like he has the fucking like two index fingers, like the
1: little oo-woo. Like,
0: and he's just like looking He's at like he's bashful. Like, yeah, he's like, um, Luna, could we like sing a song one more time? It's like, Bear, you've done this for like a hundred episodes, man. You of don't course have to be so can. shy about it. Of course we can.
1: Well, he's just being courteous. I know,
0: but it's just it, it's again, it's just so nice. It's yeah. like he's just like if you could spare it, I know you're a goddess, but it'd be nice if you could <laughs> sing a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Luna is so sweet. And it's nice because even though she doesn't really talk to anybody else in the house, she knows yeah. who they are and she values oh, yeah. them. And she's always asking about everybody and wants to know a little piece of everybody's day. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's oh. just really nice. Yeah. that That's how you really show your care.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just
0: like, oh, and how and how's your son doing? Say hi to your mother for me.
1: Yep, one of those. It's time for Tutter.
0: It's Tutter time.
1: -time. (laughs) Tutter is a blue mouse with a pink little nose and an anxiety disorder, and I love him.
0: (laughs) Oh man, this man is a lot.
1: (sighs) He is me. I came to the realization like two days ago. I was like, literally every favorite childhood character I had, had anxiety.
0: <laughs> it's been a thud all along.
1: <laughs> I've always been a tada. Yeah, what can Sony I say? Zodiac sign may
0: as well be tutter.
1: Tutter. What's wrong you, with you?
0: Are you a Virgo?
1: No, I'm a tada. <laughs> I am a tutter through and through, man. He is stressed yeah. all the time. And
0: how does he speak?
1: Thank you, babe. <laughs> He's so worried about everything. Uh-huh. And he's got like a very short fuse. He gets very frustrated and overwhelmed. Bear is just so patient and sweet with Tutter, And Tutter provides a very good balance for Bear because Bear is huge, right? He's like, oh, yeah. he's a big oh, bear in yeah. a big blue house.
0: Oh, I know. Hey, there you that go. sounds like a good TV show.
1: There you go. He is very big and Tudor is very small. So Tudor provides a literal perspective shift for Bear in pretty much every episode.
0: And hey, could I just interject and say maybe a lot like parents need a Mm -hmm. perspective shift for their children, their little little kids, who maybe see the world in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of nice to be able to see, because I think I know where you're going. I'm thinking of this now, though, so I'll get it in here. Yeah, in go ahead. In case it wasn't what you were talking about. But uh, there was an episode where they were talking about, like, dirt. Yeah. And Bear loved it, and, like, everyone else loved it and stuff. And then we looked down at Thodo, always oh, holding on the little broom. Tutter, oh. <laughs> Which, first of all, the tiny broom for the oh, little Thodo. Oh, it's Thotto. so cute.
1: It's so cute. Because <laughs> someone
0: had to craft a little broom. All of the, his the little... little
1: accessories.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. And it's like a real broom. Like, it's not like they sewed it on. They like pulled it away later. But anyways, I was like, oh, God, all this, all this dirt. I can't stand it. And Bear's Mm -hmm. like, what's going on? Like, we just got done being in the garden. We love dirt, this and that. He's like, oh, I wonder if I can do it right here. Ready? Oh, Bear, let me tell you. Wait, oh, oh, this dirt. It, It may be nice for you. But but for me, it's just so big and it's in the way and it's everywhere here and there. I oh, bear, I just, oh, it's just too much. Something like that.
1: Something like that.
0: <laughs> but he essentially says, "Dirt may be small to you, but to me, it's a big hassle and a big yeah. problem."
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. I was thinking in the first episode because they kind of introduced the house, which oh. is kind of a character of its own. The um, It's great, but. They're all talking about their favorite rooms in the house, and Tutter is like, "Well, I have my own space inside this house.
0: Got my but own home and a home.
1: My one of my favorite spots is this spot on the kitchen floor where the window, you know, it's facing that towards the sun, and I get a spot of sunlight on that every morning, oh, and it's da-da. nice and cozy and warm, and I can just sit here and be so comfortable." And mm-hmm. it, Bear's like I didn't even know that spot was there,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: just it's just really sweet. But Tutter needs some therapy, and <laughs> Bear provides a lot of grounding for Tutter because oh, he yeah. takes little things and he makes them really big. But like you said, Eddie, big things to him seem tiny to most people, oh, yeah. but he is tiny, so. <laughs>
0: he very much is and it's funny to think about because obviously behind every episode every single aspect and second of it is the logistics yeah and shouts out to all the puppeteers and all them because they're like dada they have to do so many things to like get him into different spaces and hide the fact that he's being puppeted yeah but they do a fantastic job oh it's like i gotta imagine these puppeteers were like under the floorboards, in the walls, behind Bear. Oh, yeah. Just baskets piled on top of him, just everything. Because
1: he's just a hand puppet.
0: Uh-huh. And yeah. he's
1: got, like, two little arm things sometimes if he yeah. has to manipulate stuff. But my favorite is when Bear holds him.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Because he
1: just looks so <laughs> tiny and so cute, and I love he it so it. much. But real quick, I want to highlight, because on TikTok, or at least on my For you, Paige. I've been getting so much Tutter content and I love it so much. But there is an episode where I think it's called A Wagon of Many Colors.
2: Yeah.
1: They're basically trying to get ready to go to the market. Yeah. And Tutter is trying to, he's like, okay, if we're going to the market, I got to get a good outfit on because we're going out. We're (laughs) going to go to the market. (laughs) Because
0: this is the type of person that Tutter is.
1: I I am Tutter. Mm
0: -hmm. So.
1: He goes through an assortment of outfits with it's like a fashion show for bear because mm-hmm. he wants his opinion and there's a moment where he puts on a cute little red hat and a red a red scarf, and he's like, "What do you think, bear? Do you think it's do you think it's too much?" He's like, oh, red is a really good color, a color tutter. Like, I think it looks good on you. He's like, I don't know. What if they think, oh, hey, everybody, look at the little mouse in red. He must really love attention. <laughs> it's like, Jesus it's Christ. Like,
0: whoa, 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 where's this coming from? And
1: then in my head, I was like, holy shit, that was me. My entire adolescence well, was, was just freaking myself out and oh, convincing yeah. myself that I was like, everybody is looking at me i'm going uh-huh. to do everything wrong uh-huh. if i make a single mistake the world is going to crumble
0: oh lord yeah i thought it definitely he embodies that like anxiety that a lot of people have when they're young is everyone's focused on me you mm-hmm. think you're the center of attention and all that and then you're thinking like oh you know everyone's judging me
3: hmm but
0: yeah. man that is so much fun It's just I love the way he talks. I love his little stature. He's the cutest of them all.
2: Thank you, Bear. Yeah,
0: and he always just, I mean, he always says that. Like, every single time, he's got to get one of those in. And yeah, because he'll,
1: like, have a, you know, he'll just have, like, a conversation with Bear. And it yeah. won't necessarily be help, but he'll be like, oh, yeah, thank you, Bear. <laughs> and it's just so cute. He always looks up at him. It's so sweet. Yeah. And he's just, like, the perfect little mouse. He oh, just yeah. is like a mouse, Oops. and I have I have a Squishmallow that looks exactly like Tutter, and his name Squaz. is Squaz, mm-hmm. and I love him so much. He may be my favorite Squishmallow because he is Tutter. He's, he's a Thala. blue mouse with a pink interior on his ears and the pink nose, and he's holding. Oh, I'm, a piece I'm looking of cheese. at him right now. He's perfect. <laughs> I love. And him it's so just
0: much. it's so much fun to say. Like Kayla said, we've been doing this thought thing for ah. a long time. Oh yeah. I love it. It's fantastic. You should definitely get a taratato.
1: I love him. He is so perfect in every way. absolutely. Oh my goodness. I think that a really a thing that is under praised in this show uh-huh. or something that maybe not doesn't get enough attention yeah. is the songs there is always oh, like yeah. one or two original songs per episode uh-huh. and they are very fun yeah. bear be moving and grooving to oh. all of them killing the vox uh-huh. he's bringing soul to every episode him and right? luna got it down
0: oh yeah um, and i think we'd uh, be remiss if we didn't yeah. say that uh you know bear himself yeah. is uh puppeteered by a black man right yes and yeah. not he's only needing- that but P- puppeteered is more so he's in a suit,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is, but he's this. also puppeteering. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I just want to say I love the fact that it's a man in a suit. It reminds yeah. me of like Godzilla, <laughs> Power Rangers. It's just yeah. like ah, I'm in here, and now look at me, I'm holding Thara, and I, I that little thing he does where whenever he like laughs and he like holds his mouth open, like yeah, <laughs>
1: uh-huh. it just
0: looks so like yes, you nailed it. And Whoever I love his, I love great. his
1: eyebrows. He's so expressive. Oh yeah. And his name, the performer, his name is Noel McNeil. Mm -hmm. And I believe he has his own kind of YouTube channel as well, where he has like a hand puppet who is a bear. But he's really sweet. Yeah, his voice is incredible. He's, oh God, it could not have been easy to move around in that suit. uh, Because it's (laughs) very big and very heavy.
0: Have you ever seen a picture of him like with his head off and he's just like bare no, body?
1: No, <laughs> no, that would kill the magic for me. I think. Oh
0: my goodness, I think that would be fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, he's just but, like
0: so thick.
1: I don't know, bear is just bear to me. It's hard. <gasps> but I did, I did tell a student today because I was showing them a a clip from an episode, and the student looked up to me and he's like, "Miss Kayla, is that real?" I was like, "Well, no, Absolutely. like it's a puppet." Um, he's like, but how does Bear work? I was like, You wanna know? And he's like, Yeah. And I was like, that's a guy in a suit. And he went, What? <laughs> you
2: really wanna know? He's
1: like, Oh damn. Damn. You sure you wanna know? Once you know this knowledge, you will never be able to unknow go it. Back. The music and the dancing, and it's really fun because I feel like unlike a lot of shows, the only I mean, they play with so many different styles and instruments mm-hmm. in this show. Their favorite has to be the saxophone. Oh, because good Lord.
0: Lord in heaven.
1: There are some, there are some jazzy moments on that this thing on the show. thing is,
0: is borderline too funky. No in, no, no, in the beginning? No such
1: thing. No that, such that thing. That intro
0: song with the...
1: I'm
0: just like, oh, yeah. Lord, he fucking it up.
1: I love and I again, love man. so much sacks all the
0: time can you explain and i know it may be hard to do yeah in like a purely audio medium where we mm-hmm. can't show you video yeah but there's a moment in the intro <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
0: you love
1: it's my favorite and,
0: and i definitely see why after watching yeah. it like two or three times i was like oh no, i don't know I yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> well i think it's also my favorite moment in the intro because one the music is doing something very fun mm-hmm. uh it's you know only instrumental but it's Luna and Bear in the attic together, and he is feeling that funky Bear cha 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 energy. Uh-huh. But it like uh, they they do a saxophone rip and it goes, and he just like has his he's got his hands to his side, and he's doing like a little shimmy, and yeah. he is shaking his hips.
2: <laughs> it's,
1: like, yeah. it's so good. It's like a little twist almost. Mm-hmm. It is. It's probably closer to a twist than a shimmy, but I don't know. There's just something so joyful about it. He puts his head back. He is just mm-hmm. in there feeling it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And it's just so good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But Bear, I mean, I understand there is a lot of recycled dancing from Bear, but oh, this okay. suit is very limiting. There's yeah, only well, so much you you he's going
0: to do. do? Oh the fact my. that he
1: can sit down in that suit is insane. He sits on a swing very frequently and will yeah. swing on his swing and it's, it's crazy. But this the set itself is extremely interesting because you have a mini set, which is a dollhouse, so like real mm. two-scale dollhouse oh, of right. the set. And then you get to watch the puppeteers kind of maneuver their way around. And they feature water a lot in this show, which is Mm -hmm. a really batshit crazy choice. But it's really important. Like Water is super important to learn Mm -hmm. about, especially as a young child. But puppets and water do not mix. So they have to get creative a lot of the time. Like there's an episode early on where they go into the otter pond because it's summer and it's hot.
3: Oh, yes.
1: And they just cut to like... Oh, we're hanging out in the Otter Pond. And they're just like <laughs> all the puppets are pretending to be like floating on water. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah. like holding an inner tube and yeah. making it bounce. It's so funny. You gotta do but, what you gotta do.
2: You gotta be yeah, innovative.
1: And every time there's a bathtub, it's very clear that there's not water in the bathtub. It's just like a bunch of bubbles. Yeah, oh is, yeah.
2: Which
1: is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said with Tutter earlier, you have to get really creative. Because in order for these characters to be believable, you have to make them, one, to scale with their environment. Mm-hmm. And two, make sure that it's not so noticeable that you're hiding aspects of the puppet. But yeah. also, it has to look organic enough while still being reasonable. Like, Tutter is always standing on something. It could be a stack of books. It could be, you know... Uh, you could be in an umbrella bucket it's it's anything to kind of hide the actor but the the set itself is really impressive and very detailed and it does feel like a house and a home Mm -hmm. and it's really sweet
0: yeah they do they do a good job of welcoming you in making everything seem important valuing all the different characters Mm -hmm. viewpoints and you know valuing their emotions
1: you know, oh, yeah. Bear
0: Bear is never judgmental of what one of the characters is going through. Even no. if a lot of times, you know, he doesn't understand. Because so he'll be like, huh, why are you doing that? And why, why are you feeling this way? But he, he says it in a way where he really is just trying to help and understand, like, hey, why are you feeling this? Let's talk this through. Let's get through it together. Let me yeah. offer you some wise words of wisdom if I can.
1: Mm-hmm. And then he's also, Bear is funny because he's kind of like, he reminds me of like a really good early childhood educator but mm-hmm. also still very much like a parent in a lot uh-huh. of ways. Yeah. Like there was an episode um that we watched where Pip and Pop were separated for the day because <laughs> yeah. I think Pip had to go to the doctor. Yeah. So Pop was really sad. Like this was mm-hmm. the first time he'd been away from his brother like ever. That's a so separation
0: exactly.
1: He... Yeah, but Bear was like, well, we can find ways to have fun on our own. And he, you know, made up like some bullshit about like a, you know, a world record for bouncing a balloon on your head Mm -hmm. a gazillion and two times or whatever. But that's such a parent thing to do of like, okay, let's redirect. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Let's
1: redirect this energy. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's, I mean, it's a good strategy. And it's definitely one that I think a lot of parents do. Mm and should do because it's it's a good coping mechanism to teach your kids instead of wallowing in whatever emotion they may be feeling validating it but also finding a way to move on from it Mm
2: -hmm. so
1: bear is bear is such a good listener and i think that's honestly like one of the best things that he does is he listens and he always wants to share which is such a nice thing for for
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just just has me thinking right now about, Mm -hmm. like, puppets in general. Yeah. And, like, just how prominent they were back in, like, the 90s and all this Uh stuff. And how many shows were there where, like, puppets, and Jim Henson was essentially behind it all, but, like, where puppets were front and center, and the quality was super high, Mm -hmm. and they just, I don't know. I feel like it's something that I kind of wish would be brought back yeah a more than it is
1: yeah because really the only mainstream puppet show that we have still is sesame street yeah but i feel like a lot of the new generation does not watch sesame street
0: no i mean and that's a whole different thing because they put it on fucking hbo oh, god. the thing that was like <laughs> its whole run oh, public you know- access and just free for everyone and then like oh let's buy that thing so now a lot of people don't watch it just because it's like, well, if you don't have HBO, you can't really see Sesame Street. But yeah, I, don't know. I have I mean, no I'm...
1: idea about that. That's really sad.
0: Yeah, I'm just struggling to think like the only thing I could think of other than the Muppets movie, which was in 2011, is yeah. like Yo Gabba Gabba. That was like puppets, right? Or was it not?
1: It was like people in suits. I
0: don't know if that's what bear so is. So it's
1: similar. Yeah, but they did. Their mouths didn't move, I don't think.
0: Mm, okay. It was just
1: like giant suit. Similar to like a Teletubby. But I'm pretty sure none of oh, their mouths moved. Yeah. But I
0: don't t- know. Was there anything <laughs> prominently puppet? In current day? 2023? Because they had like what? Between the Lions? I
1: loved Zabuma Between food. the Lions. Fu was great.
0: I don't know. Just so many puppet things.
1: Yeah, we did have a lot of puppets. And I think that... In- I don't think I've really gotten to break it down too much in our previous episodes with like my love of puppets and everything. There is just, there is just something so very human about puppetry Mm -hmm. because it was funny because I, I bumped into one of my good friends from high school and college the other day. And I was talking to her about how much I love bear in the big blue house. And she was just like taken aback. She's like, that is nightmare fuel. I can't do puppets. And I was like, why? Why? That is mm-hmm. such a foreign thing to me. I've never really found them creepy. Mm-hmm. I kind of under, I I kind of understand Marionettes, but that's a whole other thing to me.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's got a still, name. it's still in puppetry, but when I think of puppets, I think of Muppets and I think of you know hand puppets and mm. soft, fuzzy, sweet ventriloquist kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's just something that people put into puppetry that makes Mm -hmm. it so approachable Mm -hmm. and I don't know, you want to believe it, right? I mean, it reminds me of another, I guess one of the more effective ways or engaging ways that you can see puppetry kind of in a public sphere nowadays is when there will be a interactive exhibit. Mm. Uh at like a children's museum that's focusing on dinosaurs or um, you know, birds, anything like that, where you know, they'll have a puppeteer who has a false arm and (laughs) has has that creature perched and you know, the the kids get to interact or whoever it may be, uh Mm -hmm. gets to interact with the puppet and it's kind of like that that unique interaction that mm-hmm. that kind of fantasy building together where right. everybody gets to interact and play and um the the puppet feels real yeah. because it's moving and it's so it's such an amazing art form that people can really put a soul mm-hmm. into an inanimate object and make oh, yeah. it come to life and perform and really be a lovable huggable adorable thing
0: yeah, you know, I think it goes yeah. back to what you were saying in The Muppets, of so sort of like the whole Kermit thing.
1: hmm
0: Where you were saying Kermit is simultaneously a puppet, puppeteered by Jim Henson or whoever does it now, you know. Yeah. Sort of, but uh, he's simultaneously a puppet and an animate object that needs to be animated by a human. Yeah. And also somehow his own being. Yeah. And Kermit, like, feels like he's just Kermit. You yeah. know, and I think it it's it probably speaks a little bit to the tangible nature of puppets. But mm-hmm. yeah. like they are actually there. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Like you can shake Kermit's hand, and yeah, as someone puppeteering it, sure, but like you can shake his hand, you could yeah, he could like bop you, you could hug him, you could do this and that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably like it's definitely human in the sense of like it is almost like an actual being in front of you. Absolutely. And when people are so good at it you know jim henson company is fantastic at it i mean we talked about it in babe where we thought that oh my gosh the the sheep sheep puppets and stuff were real but Mm -hmm. they were all puppets yeah you know like the the ability of puppeteers to install a soul within the puppet and make people believe it is definitely just a testament to their skill their craft their world building i guess Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term yeah it's just you you look at it and you believe like yeah that that's bear and that's dada and that like they they are real and they really live in this big blue house Mm -hmm. and i don't know that's why i just think like puppeteering like we need more puppets in the modern day because not only does it do all this but just The craftsmanship, the attention Mm. to detail. Because when you shake them, their hair reacts with Mm -hmm. air and gravity and all that. Movement
1: is so important.
0: Yeah, and And... I just don't see why not. Why not more puppets?
1: I know. Well, and that's. It's also like such a. I don't know. It's. It's exactly what you said. It's that. It's a physical thing, Mm -hmm. right? It's similar to the kind of ethereal feeling that you get when going to live theater it's this it's this very grounding experience and it helps you get to a place that maybe you couldn't go without that medium
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and combining puppetry with music is like the most magical thing because you get not only the soul from the performer but also the intonation and musicality of the score itself so you get you know it's like ballet or whatever <laughs> dance form you're drawn to mm-hmm. it's captivating and it tells a story and I don't know it just gets all your all those little pieces of your brain firing mm-hmm. and it's so fun
0: and may I add as a last thing it's also something that can instantly respond to what's going on
1: absolutely
0: you know whereas animation or uh, animatronics or whatever what have you can't really at least not yet you know technology is evolving and this Creepy. and that but uh you know a puppet a muppet they can respond instantly you tell a joke they can immediately laugh yeah. at it or <laughs> make fun of you or say oh mm-hmm. that was a stinker or so- it's just more and more. I think to the the puppet feels like a real thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fantastic! I want him back. I need more.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. It's just it's hopefully an art form that will never die. No, I hope not. It's so comforting and sweet, and it, it reminds me a little bit of. You never did theater, did you? No. Okay, so let me briefly <laughs> let me briefly explain something that I learned in my college theater class. Um, we got to learn a little bit about mask and mm. like the art of mask performances. Mm. It's a very I think it would be a very similar thing as somebody who's never professionally puppeteered, but I made puppets in elementary school.
0: will <laughs> um, make puppets again.
1: I'll make a puppet if it kills me. But when you put on A mask Mm
2: -hmm. that
1: is emoting a set thing, your body can naturally take that on if you look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So that was like a challenge we had to do. We all had like these very expressive, unique masks. And Uh, so we were asked to put it on and then try to emote like this face was feeling or doing or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's pretty similar to what a lot of people do when they put on a puppet. Mm-hmm. It kind of finds them, and then they just take it from there.
2: Right. Uh,
1: finding the voice and finding all of that. And yeah, the little soul just starts to come out, and it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And I love each of these little souls in this show, because it's mm-hmm. just—it's such a pleasure.
0: It really is. Yay! Well, shall we get on to the DTR?
1: Let's do it.
0: I mean, where where am I really with Bear in the Big Blue House? As I was saying earlier in the meet queue, and sort of trying to express a little bit throughout this episode, is that I really do have a huge respect for puppeteers. I have a huge respect not only for that, but also for those who create like children's content. Oh yeah, you know it's not easy. No, it's not easy to create something that is engaging to children but also just imbued with great lessons. Mm
1: -hmm. Especially in the modern era.
0: Oh, especially in the modern era. but You
1: have to be so careful about Mm -hmm. everything you say.
0: Yeah. But just Bear the Big Blue House, I think, is something where everyone was just operating at 110%. It's full of so much charm. I mean, the puppets you believe that they're there that they live there they all have such unique personalities they all have unique problems and bear is so good at navigating all of them
2: Mm -hmm. i
0: think that bear is such a good role model for children yeah that i i sort of feel like because going back to the defunct land obviously bear in the big blue house it stopped production Yeah. So it's not something that is still being made today. It it stopped. It's over. But I almost feel like, you know, in this age of reboots and all this stuff, like, why not bring Bear back? I feel like Mm -hmm. they're ready and able to, if they can find anyone with even an ounce of the talent that the original cast had, they could do something special again. And also it's just a testament to how good they were all at their role you know the the Mm -hmm. writing is fantastic like you said the songs are great the (laughs) instruments are great the puppeteering is great the voices are great and bear the patriarch of it all i mean man you could put 10 big blue houses on his back and he'd be carrying them all easily (laughs) as far as my relationship with it i mean i feel like it's it's a developing one it's a Mm -hmm. it's a relationship where obviously you know for you you love it so much and for you to like introduce it to me and you know as i do all the time with you there's so many things where it's like here's this thing i love i hope you like it too Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) like
0: please please like it it's good i promise and for you you know to be willing to share it with me and to you know sort of trust me with the this is something that i love and yes it's a kid's thing and it's early children tv but man just like see it for what it is It's like, I can can definitely see why you love this thing. Mm -hmm. It's definitely like, I don't know, like you introduced me to like your best friend. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just like, here's my best friend. I hope you two can be friends also. yeah. Luckily, (laughs) your best friend is a giant bear. Who's just so cuddly and sweet. And he's not on
1: cocaine.
0: Mm -hmm. So it makes it easy to become friends with this guy. Mm -hmm. It makes it easy to allow our friendship to develop i think the last thing i want to say here is just and i know we say it a lot on the podcast because a lot of things we cover from our childhood are like cartoons and like early childhood stuff and animated shows and tv and movies and all that and i just again want to stress that like these things even though a lot of people view them as childish if you give them a chance they just speak so much to like the human soul Mm -hmm. and are able to like give you such great lessons that even adults can learn from and that you know all people of all ages and not only that just like the quality Mm
1: -hmm. of
0: these productions these so-called childish productions and don't get me wrong i know that this bear in the big blue blue house is firmly a child production but i think you can still learn the lessons you can still watch it with your kids and you still learn the lesson yourself, it's nice to be reminded by Bear, hey, mm-hmm. maybe I should take a different perspective. Maybe I should think like Thada and say, ah. hey, maybe this thing that I think is small is actually a big problem for mm-hmm. little people. You know, little kids yep. or anyone else in your family who's maybe a Trilo, who's maybe an Ojo or a Shadow or a Luna or Pip and Pop or all the other cast of characters that we couldn't get to because it's apparently a lot more than I thought of. But uh, I'm becoming long-winded here. I just want to say, you know, give animation, give children's quote-unquote programming a chance, and you'll see it's some of the most high-quality stuff out there that at the end of the day really teaches a lesson for all ages.
1: Mm -hmm. Agreed. Very well put, dear. Oh, thank you. Bear is kind of like... I know it sounds a little cheesy, but he is... A lot of what is missing from a lot of people's lives,
2: mm-hmm. especially
1: mm-hmm. at a young age, yeah. um, which bear embodies attentiveness and kindness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he treats everybody the same. Mm-hmm. He's very compassionate and loving love is probably his deepest and truest emotion everybody that lives in his house and is welcome in his house is valued
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and he makes sure that you feel special and heard he he always does a little segment um where he asks what do you think oh yeah and he you know For a lot of kids, I think that is something that doesn't happen a lot is to actually be listened to Mm -hmm. or to be credited with validation. And I think that Bear teaches a really good lesson in celebrating differences
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: also always making sure that everybody feels welcome. And he is a very important figure to me as much as I love Tutter, and I identify <laughs> with Tutter, and he is like, you know, Tutter is definitely who I was in the past. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm getting older and kind of unlearning a lot of the, the toxic mentalities that I kind of was instilled with and instilled in myself of like, you know, catastrophizing and (laughs) expecting that things are going to go wrong. And, you know, a lot of negative mindset. Yeah, This show as an adult provides a lot of perspective on how, we can be a lot more gentle and kind to ourselves, yeah. especially in moments of turmoil and stress. And you know, some days we'll we'll be like Tutter and we'll freak out, and things are going to feel like they're impossible. But Tutter always is able to ask for help mm. from people in the house. And some days we're going to be like ojo and be lost in our little fantasy worlds and it you know just want to make pretend some days we're going to be like trilo we're going to be bouncing off the walls <laughs> uh some days we're going to be like pip and pop where we just want to be around our one special person all the time mm-hmm. they make us feel so good mm-hmm. um and then hopefully one day we'll be as wise and as sweet as luna mm-hmm. um to have the true grand perspective of life and how beautiful it is Mm -hmm. when we take the time to um, take a breath and just kind of appreciate how magical life is when we take it for what it is. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Oh, little Luna, (laughs) you got me all emotional. You're
0: getting me emotional over here. I love (laughs) it. Life is
1: so hard. It is. This show makes you remember. It is just life Mm -hmm. and we can choose to appreciate it and, you know, acknowledge it for what it is and grow with it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's just, I really heavily encourage anybody who struggles with anxiety or, you know, any kind of depression, even if it's momentary, if you take a moment, if you take like 30 minutes out of your day, just to watch one episode of bear in the big blue house, I can nearly guarantee it'll make you feel better Mm -hmm. because it makes you feel heard. It makes you feel calm. It makes you feel silly. It makes you laugh and you know, it just kind of does a really good job of providing a nice safe place. Mm -hmm. And that is why I'm so show dependent on this is because when I watch this show, I'm safe and I don't mm-hmm. feel scared I don't feel stressed I'm just in my you know my little blanket and everything in those few minutes is okay
2: uh-huh.
1: so yeah thank you for listening and watching this with me my dear because <laughs> oh, it's it's really special and you know it sounds stupid but it's a no, really no, no 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 It's a really powerful thing if you let it touch your life. So.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I can feel it through you. You know, like I said, <laughs> I, I'm getting emotional. I was getting emotional just seeing you talk about it and just feeling, you know. Yeah. Through, because we record on Zoom, but feeling it through Zoom, I could feel the powerfulness of it. You know, and how yeah. how much it has impacted you, and I can see it when we watch it, and I can feel it
1: yeah i mean you you watch me when i watch it like i'm smiling (laughs) like the whole time
0: yeah it's like it's like it's the first time again and you're falling in love with bear in the big blue house all over again every single time so as we wipe the tears that i didn't even know were gonna happen but (laughs) it's
1: episode 50 i have to cry too
0: oh i know i know man and i mean episode 50 to get even more emotional, you know, and we'll, <laughs> I'll keep it short. I'll keep it brief, but you uh, better. man, I just, I, it's, it's wild to me to see that 50 there. And even though we are still small, it, it really does truly mean the world to, to me, to us, that uh, yeah, anyone sure. would take any time out of their day to listen to us, to give us just any second, any minute, any hour of your time, no matter how long it is. We truly appreciate it
1: in this content saturated universe we're experiencing. Yeah, it really does mean a lot.
0: It does. I mean, there's many times where uh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel real that we've been doing it this long. But
2: yeah,
0: as I said at the beginning, here's the 50 more because I, I love doing this and I love just being able to share why these things are important to us and hopefully someone else feels the same and. You know, as cliched as it is, but if maybe one person hears something that we've said and feels seen or heard or that they connect with it in some way, I think, uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that'll be worth it to me. Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. So the most heartwarming heartfelt thank you to yes. everyone out there, anyone out there who's listening, who's listened to... 50 episodes of 10 us episodes, <laughs> mostly me crying
1: mostly eddie crying but that's okay
0: but hey you know real men cry
1: yes they do and that's something
0: cries. that i I firmly am behind 2023 mm-hmm. men gotta cry mode we gotta let it out
1: oh i'm gonna make men more men cry that's <laughs> hey, my
0: <goal. laughs> <I heard> that. <laughs> listen if you liked oh. a little bit of it you know please give us a follow down spread the word that's all we ask it every little bit helps
1: Tell your Trilos, your Pips and Pops, your Shadows, your Ojos, your Lunas, everybody in your big blue house that you can follow Show Dependent Pod on so many platforms. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Apple Pods, Spotify, Google Pods, wherever you listen to podcasts, we should be there. And if we're not, we'll I will try next time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I really hope so um you if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow us at show dependent pod that's s-h-o dependent pod and if you want to follow eddie where can they find you
0: yes you can also follow the podcast on instagram and TikTok. oh insta
1: too i'm sorry oh, yeah, we're, we're working we're, on tiktok on people things. we
0: are we're, we're saying it every time but you know it's hard we gotta times are tough it. but we're gonna throw it we're going to be like, if you want to follow myself out. and maybe hear some more crying and see some more tears, real man tears, because it's real man hours, you can find me on Twitter, on Twitch, at Victor v. sweet. My love,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my sweet, sweet Luna. Ah, uh, where can you be found?
1: You can find me looking up at the moon. Because if anybody knows that I love the moon, it's Eddie. Screw. I love her. I love her. I love you, Luna. Uh, you can find me looking at her. Or down on the little mouse hole, just saying hi, Tata.
0: Oh, hi,
1: ta-da. Uh, Or you can find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich.
0: Man, I mean, episode 50, wild. How can we follow it up? Two puppet episodes of Papa Palooza, but.
1: Papa Palooza. Oh, man.
0: Let me, really <laughs> Let me tell about, you something. You are really excited. Let me tell you You thought this
1: was goofy? It's about to get a hell of a lot goofier.
0: Oh, man. Because there are some things that we wrote down early on before we even wanted to start the pod that were like, I just want to talk about this. And if we make a podcast, then we can get it all out and uh, have it recorded. And hopefully maybe one other person will be like, hey, I remember that thing.
1: Prosperity. Yeah.
0: So next episode, man, oh, man, it is time to kick it up. And kick some giga butt because Perfect. we are doing a little show with a lot of heart called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. That That's too right. Long Superhuman of a title. Samurai. We're gonna find out who else remembers this TV show because I know people do it all the time on the internet. I know it's like, not me. hey, anyone else remember the show when it's like a still frame of SpongeBob? It's like, yeah, man. A lot of people remember I this show. I think the
1: whole world knows SpongeBob,
0: but. For this thing, it feels like no one in my life ever talks about it. Yeah. So, anecdotally, does anyone else remember this show?
2: (laughs) Because I feel
0: like it's only me. One of the reasons I wanted to do this pod. So I am fully amped up. Let's talk about Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. And yes, cyber is spelled with an S. Oh, God. Oh, I'm ready.
1: Well, I think it's time for us to say goodbye
0: um hey kayla do you have time to sing just one more song before we go
1: always eddie
0: hey this was really fun
1: we hope you liked it too
0: seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through goodbye goodbye good friends goodbye because now it's time to go But hey, I say, well that's okay Cause we'll see you very soon, I know Very soon, I know Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye Goodbye. And tomorrow, just like today The Eddie, the Kayla, and the Bucky boy Will be waiting for you to come Come here play
1: come hit play. come hit play. Bye now.
3: See you later.
1: Bye. Bye, buddy. Say okay, goodbye, buddy. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Hey.